Yuvo, and welcome back to the barrio. I'm your host, Joaquin Muerte, and you are listening to the Chica Next vs. Aliens podcast. This episode is the POC, the People of Color Conspiracy Theory Roundtable, live at Barrio Barista. Now, if you want to visit Barrio Barista, that's 3735 Culebra Road, San Antonio, Texas, Lan, 78228. Open from Wednesday through Sunday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. They have an assortment of delicious coffees, pastries, and food, including their super amazing, cheesy, oh-so-delicious barbacoa grilled cheese. Add avocado with a t- little, little bit of salsita on top, and you'll be so happy like a little chubby kid on the first of the month. So anyway, the Conspiracy Theory Roundtable is where I invited three of my homies that every time we see each other, the conversation always goes straight to conspiracies. We've been following or that we've been researching and it never fails that we get deep. So I decided to get them together and record them, you know what I'm saying? So now this is the first time they all meet and I was not surprised how well we all just gelled. We chopped it up for like two hours, so this is going to be a two-part series and also, this is the first time that I'm using Pro Tools to record and edit the whole podcast. So, you know, shout out to the sponsors and everybody who hooked it up, people who bought the T-shirts and all the merch and everybody who's kind of gotten together. This has been a wonderful, wonderful adventure. Yo, so, you know, let's get to it. I wanted to just go around the table and uh, maybe introduce yourselves. You might want to go maybe this way. All right. Hello, my name is Andre Bates. I'm from Oklahoma City. I moved to San Antonio about four years ago. Came here just to see different venues and live a different life. And uh, having a pretty good time here. I'm enjoying myself. This is going to be an interesting event. So I'm uh, LB Rodriguez, born and raised in San Antonio. Um, I am a, consider myself a Chicana Tejana, and I'm an educator at the college level, and I'm a community activist around different issues that uh, pertain to the Chicanx community. My name is Gilbert De Hoyos. I am. I was born actually in Aguascalientes, Mexico, but raised in San Antonio, Texas. Nice. Uh, co-own and operate uh, Barrio Barista over off Culebra Street, 36. Uh, when I'm not making coffee, you can find me riding a bicycle in the inner city. Um, let's get weird. So shout out to our sponsor for this evening, uh, Barrio Barista, which is um, hooking yeah. us up with the space uh, and hooking us up with um, this beautiful coffee this evening that we're drinking here in these cups. <laughs> your Facebook Live, you can see the cups of coffee that we're drinking. Not too much because it's late. Um, but anyway, also, you don't feel like you don't, you don't have to talk into a microphone. You feel like you're talking to each other across the table. Um, Work, I'm going to give you sound great, but I'm just checking. Um, okay, so does anybody want to go first? I guess I don't want to go first. Y'all want to go first? Kind of just tell me, somebody, <laughs> what first drew you to, like, thinking out the box, the conspiracy theory, whatever that was, that first drew you into just, like, wait, there's something fishy about this situation. There's something about what's going on that I'm a little nervous about or, you know what, I really am going to question that. Uh, what was it that drew you to that? Because I think that when we think about conspiracy theory, we even we can even go a little deeper than what is social justice and activism. Um, although I think those are very tied, but uh, you could also see a lot of like crazy Republican conspiracy theorists too, right? So what was it that maybe drew you to say, you know what, I'm going to look a little deeper into that. What is that? Anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Uh First thing that opened my eyes to something that isn't right around here is the JFK assassination. Really, all the assassinations in the 60s, I thought something was just really, you know, off about one person, you know, just going off on the president, blowing his head off in the middle of, you know, Dallas, you know, one person doing it. And, you know, the evidence, you know, it could be argued about a a magic bullet, but, uh, yeah, no. You know, I thought that was a little awkward to me. But that's what really started. And then, uh, you know, like I said, looking into this brother's assassination, you know, uh, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, you know, it was just a really crazy, you know, 
sequences of events that went on. And I was like, you know, wait a minute. And then when you look into, you know, history is a lot of that. So that was that was my first though. Word, man. Word. Yeah. I would say I would say for me it was uh nine eleven. Mm. Um I was I was in middle school at the time and mm-hmm. and I was, you know, textbook, you know, history. Um and uh, I remember that day very, very clear. It was like they shut all the TVs off. I mean, they really tried their best to, like, not let any information out that day. And, uh, and something felt odd until we, I got home and every single channel that day was, was tuned in into, onto the, tu- you know, the Twin Towers. And, uh, and just looking into it, how it happened, why it happened, and everything that went in behind it just kind of, like, raised more and more questions and it just led to like more and more searching uh, for answers that to this day, I'm not even sure. That's deep. That's deep. So for me, all those, yes. And then what took me to like this next level was um, I have an uncle and he's always on his phone. He's always just like with his headphones and like always on like YouTube and like looking up stuff like constantly and um, I remember he started talking about and I was like I thought it was kind of crazy at first because you know he he's a veteran and you know sometimes you think like okay maybe maybe like he's not you know um, he's not at uh, the level that I think he's at right with like awareness and then I realized oh my gosh so he told me he told me about uh, the term Nephilim oh and I was like what And he goes oh yeah he said like look it up and he started telling me this stuff about fallen angels and Nephilim on the spiritual level and I was like that's crazy right and then just by some weird chance after we had that conversation I think it was like that day or the very next day I was ha- I was at half price books and I was looking in um, some section that was like somewhat like conspiracy theory. <laughs> and I saw a book and I pulled it out. It just looked really interesting. And it was Bill Cooper, Behold a Pale Horse. Oh, and I was like, oh, and I looked and I was like, hey, and I flipped through it. And I remember it was like, my uncle was telling me about Bill Cooper. And it was like, what? And then I started looking at it and I said, hey, I took a picture of it and I sent it. And he was like, read that book. And then when I started reading it, I was like, dang, like <laughs> he, he like he was, you know, in government high level, I think in the high Navy, yeah. I think. Yeah. And so the stuff that he was writing about and he actually had documents like um, classified that became unclassified. And I started reading and I was just like, whoa, it took it to a whole other level. And then I started looking up his videos and then I went from there. And so it went like to a deeper level with with that. And so I think that's what took me to like this deeper level of like to the government level of what's happening i mean so like i've always really questioned like person me personally because i was raised up by two social justice activists my parents were really involved and they always taught me to just like question everything and um but it wasn't like until i started to like seek identity that that i was like wait why is it so hard for me to figure out who I am? Why, why is it so difficult? And, you know, my grandparents were just like, you know, there, there was like this pride in the last name, but it was, an, it was a name that they had established as far as like in community and who they were in the community. Um, when I moved to San Antonio, which was around the year 2001, 2000, 2001, it was like right after I graduated, um, I had started to... I had saw my, I guess, what was it? Was it YouTube at the time? Or I, I don't know if YouTube was already established, but I had started watching videos online and I'd seen my first like UFO videos. And that's when I first saw um, that the manufacture, manufacturing of another UFO object was happening while they were like backwards manufacturing, like back making a, a UFO. So they were like taking it apart, trying to reverse find out what, engineering. reverse engineering mm-hmm. a UFO. And they were trying to make, they were trying to see how it actually worked. And a lot of it had to do with, um, with the, I guess it was saying like they were like sun was like, sun was what had kind of helped create the energy, um, water, what had created the energy. They were using basic like earth elements to be able to create 
to be able to make it fly and to move and that kind of thing. And that was the story about uh, what's his homeboy's name with the element. Uh, this guy that that just recently came out on uh, um, on Netflix, whatever his name is. He's like he's the one that like discovered this element. He like was working at Area Fifty Two or something like that. And uh, I can't remember his name, man. Whatever his name was, man. Freaking white dude from Area Fifty Two. He worked there. Yeah, yeah, he worked there. And um, and so that has first saw his story there. And I was just like, yo, wow, this is crazy. And then not too long after that, I heard that Art Bell conversation yeah. where the guy calls in and yeah. he freaks out about his conversation. And he's freaking out. That was and then crazy. not too long after that, somebody was just like, oh, it was a false. So they had the same guy call back and he was all like, I want to apologize to the people. And they were like, can you like recreate the crimes? And he was just all like, oh, oh please, please. And I was just <laughs> like, for real, dog, like that's it sounds like you're forced to like to, to recall what you said. And so I started to get deep into what was like, you know, outer space, what was, was deep in what was NASA, what deep went into what was like happening in the space race and the, you know, whatever's what, whatever, what we're all involved in. And it got deep and I became huge on like, on, on that, like in looking at what is UFO videos, like watching uh, people post, going deep into like what articles that people were like writing about it, and then like the conversations people were having, and I was just like, "Yo, like this is deep." And then like I, then the whole idea of like wormholes and time travel and like and um, you know what is reverse time travel, like going back to the past and how like you in order for you to like go back into the past, like there's like you have to like you have to like. Um, I don't know, like kill cells or something like this. And it's like this guy, he did this whole thing about reverse traveling, you know, traveling in, back in time versus traveling forward in time and how like, you know, there's things that happen when you travel back in time versus things that happen when you travel forward in time. And, uh, or what it is to see like even like minutes of the, of before your present moment and that kind of thing. And there, and, uh, and then the idea that there's places and organizations and, and scientific, uh, 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 organizations that are trying to figure out how to create matter and when when they from nothing and so whether mm-hmm. creating matter from nothing that that creates the ability for us to time travel anyway like so that was some kind of something that really started to kind of like excite what I was you know like oh shit like okay like there's people are 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 this is happening without us actually knowing and then the people who research this like you know like it was kind of like okay, wh- wh- you know where do they get this information from and it's so outland, like outlandish that it's like, okay, where is this from? Yeah. Like, you know, where is this from? Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, so, I mean, so what do y'all think about what y'all, I mean, so what, so what, what, did, what came from that John F. Kennedy like thing? I mean, so now what's your, so now what's your ideology about all that? Well, I mean, it's more of, you know, a man behind the curtains type situation. Uh, you know, there's, certain things uh, that you know the government doesn't want to reveal to us and unfortunately that's you know basically a crime you know what i mean you know and uh i mean it's it's just a lot of things that i think that you know could have happened if these certain people were alive or you know were able to live their lives they could have changed our world for the better and instead you know, I'm not gonna say they, a certain people, uh, wanted didn't want that to happen. You know, for the better. You know, I mean, and, and when you look into different things like you know, uh, Jagger Hoover, and his situation with you know, Martin Luther King, and then the Black Panther Party, and how they infiltrated, you know, and basically destroyed within. You know, they were public enemy number one, Martin Luther King. Really? That guy? Like that guy's public mm-hmm. enemy no more? You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, why was it, you know, such an important deal to stop these people from basically trying to create, you know, equal rights and peace for, you know, everyone, you know? But uh, it was just something that really just baffled me. Uh, and and I, I, I really think, you know, that we as a people need to open more books, you know, don't just read, you know, the main, you know, the main title, look at the underline, look at the, you know, open more books, read more books, read things that, you know, will, you know, open your mind to certain things, 
And I think people just need to read about their government and the history of what things, you know, of, of what has happened. Because, you know, nothing new under the sun. It can repeat itself. I, I had, I mean, just to kind of build on that, I had, so there was a couple theories about the, the shot, right? I mean, one, first of Back all. Back into the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? So Back one, into the left. So one, I feel that, um, so, you know, he was making moves that were really pissing people off. Oh, yeah. I think he was kind of at that moment in time during the civil rights movement. And the was it post or pre-Vietnam or was it just mid-Vietnam? No, it was, it was before. Yeah, so I think that that way they were just like, how do we make Vietnam happen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I think it was also like, okay, the civil rights movement's like popping off. Yeah. And then they were just like, this dude's like, he cares way too much. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it was like the wild west of politics, man. I mean, they were just like, we could could probably kill this dude off now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when they tried to stop the children from going into schools and he, you know, sent out the military, that I think was the first, like, uh oh. Wait a minute, you know, this guy is actually for, you know, us, you know what I mean? You yeah. Know, the, the other people, not, you know, then he's not for the establishment. He's actually for the people. So he'll go and segregate or desegregate these schools, you know, and bring the military into this. And then, you know, I think certain people were just not happy about that. You know, they wanted, you know, fascism and classism to be a, a thing, you know. And he was just, you know, he was a young, inspiring guy. Of course, he had flaws, but... You know, you know, he was just trying to do the right thing, you know, and yeah, unfortunately, you know. Some people say that his wife was involved. Yeah, I've heard a couple of conspiracy theories about that, bro, and it would be a trip. <laughs> I'm saying, man. <laughs> I've watched uh, I've watched a couple of videos that could, you know, really have you like, nah, wait a minute. I mean. The other thing, too, that I heard is that there is an intentional... There was an intentional thing about angles that they were that they were that they were shooting yeah, angles. Yeah, like a, it was either a Masonic. Like yeah, they like Masonic situation. symbolism yeah. around like angles of the way they would shoot folks. Yeah, it was like a triangle. Or, yeah. yeah, and then um, the other thing too was that like so like the way that have y'all heard this the way no. that she the way that she put brains back into the head. Oh yeah, what I heard was she had the gun, and she fired the gun when he was kneeling down. And that's why he went back into the left. And what? the bullet, and the bullet that popped off the the shell, should I say, not the bullet, landed on the back of the car, and she was trying to grab it. Yeah, it's it's, it's some crazy stuff. It's some crazy. Dang. So there's yeah. So there's this whole thing yeah. about like about how yeah how she like that there was like this kind of like you know if she popped it off, yeah. and she tried to cover it up, and but so what I had heard originally was that that. Um, that she was trying to, the, I guess the, that they were trying to say that she was trying to, like, keep it, she was, trying, she was trying to save him by keeping his head together. Oh, wow, yeah. But then some people were saying that he was actually, they were trying to put his brains back into it because it wasn't supposed to go down like that. Wow. That it popped off too heavy and it shot his brains out. Wow, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, crazy. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the idea that she was involved drives me crazy, man. Yeah, I heard a couple of conspiracy theories about that. Uh, but you know, who knows? Grassy Knoll, you know, <laughs> guy, uh, you know, the driver <laughs> shooting them. You know, it's it's a lot of things. You know, I think it was like a kind of a coup de gras. You know what I'm saying? I think it was a, you know, uh, uh, he was just in the crosshairs of three fire. You know, three three guns. Uh, they also said that Cuba brought assassins. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were heavy in the yeah, Cuba well, thing. He, he, tried in the Cuba kill, game. he tried to kill Castro. Yeah. a few years before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, nah, nah, nah. We got this. And they brought a couple of Cuban, Russian, you know, assassins, and they did it. But, I mean, it's, it's all conspiracy theory. Evidence, quote, unquote, that, you know, they say that it was Os- you know, Oswald. He did all. He did everything. Right. Well, well, let's say that. that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Well, supposedly that, uh, there's a couple <laughs> pictures of Oswald walking around, living in an island, enjoying his life and in Mexico somewhere. And, and he's, you know, and. I mean, why not? The world is a stage, right? I mean, they could, you know, definitely, you know, fake your death and mm-hmm. just send you off on an island with a million dollars somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's all, you know, like I said, conspiracy theory. But so, okay, here's another question. I mean, here's just another idea. Do y'all remember that Las Vegas shooting, that country? Oh, man. The country, uh, it was a country concert? Yeah. The Las Vegas shooting? Oh, yeah. No. 
<laughs> man, <it's> all, <laughs> what's up, man? Homie's walking in the place, man. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, you yeah. That was a uh, that was a definite awkward situation. You know, that was you know all the videos that showed the the three different you know angles of of gunfire. You, yeah, so there was a so there was a country there was a country in Vegas. concert in Vegas. You know, they shot where up. this dude this dude was like gathering guns for days. Yeah. And he he basically um, had been sneaking him into the hotel slowly for slowly, but he had like a huge bag of guns, and these guns were like the ones that you like have to feed giant bullets into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are AR-15 type bump stock. Yeah, you know, and like you know, that. and so then um, he went to he had a certain room in a hotel. It was the supposedly uh, it was the thirty-second floor. The same floor. Uh, I forgot what hotel it, what hotel it was, but he um, basically um, like after a few days of being there, and then this country, there was like a country singer concert, and it was happening, and he just started popping off. Like he op- he like opened the window and was like pop 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 like just hitting people, yeah. and these bullets were huge, and they were just like killing people like as they were hitting them, and he killed like a ton of people. It says here he he. Uh, fired more than 1,100 rounds of ammunition and uh, killed 58 and wounded 413. Yeah. Yeah. But there was like, so, so the one thing that people were saying was that along, the, similar to what was happening with Kennedy, was that there was, an, there was angles that were, that were being, that were, yeah, there, so there was angles that were being, um, Con- that contradicted. They were, contra- <laughs> they, were, they were shooting at angles that were, they were creating symbols. And that oh, there was, like, wow. this connection between, like, what was happening underground. Did you, you want to say something? Yeah, I didn't know if you're, like, open to audience. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, we can't. So, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, like, other people can't hear you because our microphones aren't so sensitive. But we're totally into, like, taking what you want to say and then maybe just building on it. Yeah. yeah. That's how it happens. And like all this shit that was getting uploaded before it was getting taken down. Because a lot of it was getting taken down as soon as the content was mm-hmm. posted. Yeah. But if you could catch it, there was some sketch shit happening. Like I remember watching a video of this um, taxi driver. And she yeah. had been flagged down by people who were running out of that. Uh-huh. Right? So you can see it's the camera in her vehicle. So it's not like anybody's cell phone or anything. And in the footage, you can see and hear that the, the bullets or the shots or whatever are coming from obviously different places. angles. Yeah. yeah. Just because of the sound echo, you could totally like, yeah. hear that. There's actual, there's actual video of a security guard driving around. Yeah. She has a cell phone and she points to like the 12th floor. In the, the middle video, of right? the 12th floor, there's a yeah. gun just going off. And then did you see the helicopter video? There's a helicopter video where the helicopter is just flying around, and then simultaneously, as you hear the bullets being shot, you see the helicopter's light, like on the bottom of the helicopter, start flashing. And then there's another video of a guy in the crowd wearing a security guard uniform. Oh, and then he's yeah, and he's, he's just, shooting. He's the just guns shooting too. into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so so, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. So so I'm gonna ask. So people call these right. Some people we'll call these false flags, right? Mm-hmm. And so what is the purpose of these, right? If it's multiple people involved, it's obviously intentional, right? That you have this chaos that's related to guns, right? And if you bring that up, some people will be like, you know, you're being a conspiracy theorist, right? Or, Which, or you're right? anti-gun. Yes, right? Sense. It's like, okay, well, you know, you have a lot of evidence showing this contradictory evidence you have people who are crisis actors that's like a lot of that stuff's going away you can't find a lot of that stuff anymore yeah right and so it's like the same people who are like in multiple shootings right yeah. and i heard so about that with sandy hook yeah yeah, I heard about that. yeah, yeah but like when you bring that up people are like you're crazy like you don't bring it up because then you're attacked right but it's like it's not that it didn't happen yeah right it's that it was planned mm-hmm. right and it's a there's a bigger purpose behind why they want us to fear us owning our own guns. Yeah, right? well, the world's a stage. You know yeah, and so it's yeah. like... Well, so, so, okay, so, yeah. so let me... So I want to bring in another crazy point, right? So when we talk about... When we talk about religions and ritualism, oh. 
And you know, and I don't know. Have y'all? I don't know if have y'all have ever ever been to Catholic a Catholic ritual, yeah. a Catholic mass. Yeah. Right. So, why, why why they call it a mass? I don't know. But the mass shows up to practice this ritual, and everybody's doing the same thing, right? And uh, some of the things that are important to the Catholic mass are the copal or the smoke, the incense, and the water and the partaking of the blood and the body, right? So those are symbolisms for sacrifice. So in order for those rituals to possibly actually uh, call the spirits that are necessary in order for people's pleas to exist, they have to create this ritual where blood, body, and water are being sacrificed. And so when I look at these like false flag situations right like say for example they're not actually sacrifices they're actually sacrifices mm -hmm. in order for the ritual to call the spirits in order for politicians to make the moves they need to so which basically what you're saying is the the going to church mock sacrifice isn't satisfying the gods so they what they have to do the is actually sacrifice people yeah and the idea that and the idea that that lawmakers need those things in order for them to pass the ridiculous laws that they pass you know what I'm saying? You know, religions and rituals go deep into this country, bro. Yeah. First inauguration was a Mason. Along, along with you know the, the topic you know. of religion, though, I think that's where I think uh, conspiracies hold some validity because you don't have to, just like a religion, um, conspiracy theories also um, can't be proven. You know, so when it comes to religion, you're, it's almost persuading and convincing yeah. people to an idea or a way of thinking based off of something that cannot be proven fact. Yeah. And I think that kind of falls in line with conspiracies. True. I agree with that. For sure. I agree with that. I like that. For mm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know, like... This is another like silly conspiracy ideology, and I wanted to share this too because I think that this is something that I've kind of like kind of stand behind a little bit, and it's kind of ridiculous. But I think that Beyonce is a witch. <laughs> I totally believe you. <laughs> I did see that video footage of her at the uh, okay. What was it like a Knicks well, let game? Me, let me throw this to you. Okay, if you believe Beyonce is a witch, because music is what frequencies and vibrations, mm -hmm. right? Word. And frequencies and vibrations do what? They mess with, you know, they, they get us to move, they get us to do, get us in a trance. So that means if Beyonce's a witch, Dr. Dre's a witch, doctor. No, but no, 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 no. It no, moves you. It moves you, bro. It's the no, same but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. They dance to it. You see what I'm saying? But I, but so, it's, so again, if it is a evil witch type thing, you know what I'm saying? Then the music itself has a light and a dark. Well, I'm not, I, mean? I don't, I don't necessarily feel like she's an evil witch, though. I, can I? Yeah, interject. Please. So I think that there's a pattern, not just with Beyonce. I think that, and I don't think that she maybe intentionally is like a, a like willing participant. I think that the industry, they um, nurture certain people. Like you look at all, like Disney. Yeah. That's who they get. Yeah. They get them young. Yeah, they get them young. They get them innocent. If you look at like a lot of the, the, female singers they started singing for god <laughs> they were in like church like choirs they were like they had like a good like people consider like a good spirit right and then you have you know the industry come in and right have their hand in it i think that it has a lot to do with who owns the industry right who owns disney who owns right yeah so you have like you have young people that are like kids that see like Hannah Montana. That virgin right? blood. Yeah, and they see that like as, as like a little girl like themselves. And then what do they turn her into? And then what does that tell them, you know, they're, you know, subconsciously or, you know, they're just directly being told like this is, you know, what what you should turn into. This is like it's a it's a um this really like really strong manipulation yeah. of morality. And it's it goes deep because if you look at like who owns everything, it's like goes back to just a few.
All right, Rukas y Vatos, let's go ahead and take a quick Mente Health break. Let's listen to a little track by my homeboys Radio Tierra from their album Human Music. This track is called Trey Flip Funk. Find them on Spotify, and you can also watch this video where I'm featured at the end uh, on YouTube. This uh, video is directed and shot by my homie Joe Rocha, who was also um, in a podcast a little later, man. Y'all check this out. Trey Flip Funk. Cool. Snow needs the book. Fuck what you thought, all elaborate. Trap hats, kickbacks, eight away. Man, I'm adjusting to the ties and new tools of the trade. I blend the message with the bouncer with a marinade. When they hear but don't listen, I use it as bait. In your three eyes, five senses, man, I connect with my soul and flexes. Now, why you think my belly swollen? Huh? Unreleased energy that I've been holding. Sooner let it out like a Kamehameha. Man, I'm exploding, make a flavor when you play a player. I hear the voices, one of my personalities. My body, soul, and expressing different entities. Kick and shove, shit is tough. That's when my trade flip is pretty as fuck. Be the fun, the fun, baby. Art through the bars, they possess me daily. When it's small, when it's cool, when it's crazy. What they have in common is they all at table gazing. The frustrated folk with the mad rapper, the MC with the tempo traffic, the limbo. There's also been this conversation about um, uh, about uh, people having handlers. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this before? Yeah. So the idea that some like musicians and some artists like have handlers, and these handlers all oh, manipulate them to do the so like the, while as they're like you know doing their thing and being famous and like getting popular, but like they can like say like hey you know what I'm gonna call on you and I want you to come back to thing. I need you to like satisfy this big CEO. And then, like, we're going to go back to, like, making some more money. And they have, like, this handling situation, which has, I think, connected to a lot of, like, MK Ultra. Yeah. Look at Kanye West. I think he's a prime example. Like, like yeah. he was, like, I was, like, yes. Like, preach. And then it was, like, huh? And they got to him because he was saying a lot of truth. Like, that last concert before they hospitalized him. Yeah, they always that. get hospitalized. Then he came out blonde and pro-Trump. Yeah. So that was just like. Well, you yeah, did you saw it? Like, his most recent release? Yeah, man. Uh, Jesus is king. king. Man. Think about it like this. This is my thing, okay? Think about if you, you get so powerful, you get so high up, and then you see what it actually is about. Yeah. That's what I think happened to him. He didn't have his mama guiding him. Hey, man, stay away from that shit. But then you see, he saw what it was actually about, and he kind of went slanted with, like, all right. I kind of got to play this game. It's, it's just like all the rappers where they say you got to listen to them when they sell they, they sold they sold, they sold they sold to the devil. Everyone say all of them say it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they turn out or act differently after a certain while. What about the theory that to make it in the industry you have to give a sacrifice? And they say Kanye that he sacrificed his mom because yeah. that's when he hit it big. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, right. Met me his mom died yeah. right before. Yeah, she died uh, like at an operating table getting like a breast augmentation. That's I think is what it was. but. Yeah. How do you die from? That's not yeah. common. And how yeah. do you have like a super rich? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that. It's it can be. You can put that in there. I mean, you know, sacrifices. You know, it, 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 but my thing is, then everybody's doing it. If you make any big like that. Well, yeah, but how many people make it big like that? How, like, there's a handful, and then you try to get out, and what happens? I mean, is there getting out? Right? 
because then you're crazy, <laughs> you know right? I mean? well, so then, or then you're hospitalized. Well, so then here, here goes the whole thing about dead. here goes the whole thing about. I mean, just to throw kind of like the kind of throw the similar coin into all this is there goes the whole thing about Epstein's orgy island. Yeah, he, I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead either. No, no, I, don't, I think he's I think he's living it up somewhere. Beautiful freaking. You're about that that woman. What's no, her name? tell me, tell me. What's her name? She was. Oh the yeah, one that was oh, uh, his best friend or something. Yeah, yeah. whatever her she name was. She was crazy like that, crazy his name. right hand person and all this. She could operation. like. She could uh, work submarines and helicopters. What? Yep. Dog, what's her name? What's her name? Look G14 her up. classified. Huh? She yeah, <laughs> she was the one that was doing all the really behind the scenes yeah for him. Yeah, I mean, my thing is... And she was high, high, high up. Yeah. Whatever, Ghislaine well, Maxwell. Yes, Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Maxwell. Well, Hollywood, Hollywood has a lot of... No, well, supposedly she's she's dodging, right? She's dodging folks. She's mm. like, she's in hiding, but she's like in protected hiding. Because, I like, mean, people who are like, the in, that, like, it's so high that... Everybody involved needs to be talked to, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, like you have the executives who own the media, who own... The government who own our way of knowing. So how are we ever going to know the truth? And, was, hide well, it. and so I kind of feel like, and I think me and Andre talked about this some time back, but like in order for you to be a part of like, you know, secret organizations, there comes a sacrifice. Yep. And so whenever you get to a place of some serious power, like politicians, and I think that this also can play into Pizzagate, right? Yep. That you have to like, you have to get, you have to do something that they can say, you know what? Okay. That they can blackmail you with. Yeah, if you fuck up, yep. we're going to take this from you. We're going to take all this from you, and we're going to put it out there that you are doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just seems like it's so similar to all politicians that are on, but, you know, being anti or they decide to, like, go rogue or something. And then there's a similar thing to it. They're either, you know, child uh, child molestation cases, rape cases, you know, uh, adults, adults you know, whatever, but, like you know, that. this Daniel Daniela Storm or Daniel Storm, whatever her name was, uh, oh, yeah, the you know, uh, porn, porn cases, star, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, it's a kind of, so it seems like it's like this whole, like, you know what, you have to like, you know, sacrifice in that kind of a way, you know? And so then I think that Epstein was like, I kind of feel like he might've been the host to these things. Yeah, of course he was. You know what I'm saying? He was I like, you was. go to his house and do all that dirty shit. They're going to record you while you're doing it. And they're going to put it all in the vault and they're going to keep it on this private island where this like mega connected ass dude and so he's like untouchable <laughs> like literally yeah literally fake his death he's living somewhere i believe yeah. that i believe that too and it's funny because uh, on just coming up to this thing i was you know people were you know i was kind of i put this post that said like you know epstein isn't dead but it was like this the whole thing like how to how to make your house smell like fall and it's like you know boil oranges with a little splash of uh with a little splash of cinnamon throw a little splash of vanilla in there oh yeah and epstein isn't dead, dead. <laughs> and a lot of people weren't catching it they were just like oh yeah i'm gonna do this and all my like the were all like oh i'm gonna do Your that heart. i'm gonna do that but yeah man i feel like uh He's and not. i what well, did anybody like did he have a funeral i don't know he did not no he didn't i mean not publicly i don't believe he did so I was invited. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> But even even with, uh, you know, um, I'll say 45, um, he even tweeted that the Clintons had something to do with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Clintons. His, his, They're um, all in that ring. So, I mean, it's for, for him to be tweeting this misinformation out there, you know, it just it, it really it, it kind of sparks chaos with, you know, and a lot of his following or whoever supports him because it misconstrues um, their facts, you know. And it's a it's a trip. I, I first of all, I feel like the forty five is the chaotic factor, and I feel like he is the one that is just like he's saying all the pendejadas to mm. get people all riled up in such a different way. Yeah. And you know, and it's crazy. And I, you know, I don't, I don't believe anything he's saying. I think he's just saying it just to create the chaos. Yeah. He's a puppet. He's definitely he's definitely. One a of the different puppets. kind of puppet, a though. A different kind of puppet. Yeah, they're all puppets, he, but they're they're puppets for. And he can say yeah. like whatever and like be careless because he knows he's protected because yeah. he's no he knows he's doing his job and that's how comfortable he is. If we think about the we, if, and, you know, I don't want to get any kind of trouble here. I mean, I'm whatever, not live anymore. Well, but we're screwed about that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You're recording it. So. I know what I'm saying, but like, if they could, uh, dude, if they could assassinate JFK in such the most, yep, like just like intricate with. Symbols and whatever, and then you have to leave this fucking puppet ass pendejo in this yeah. thing. 
Come on, man. He's definitely protected. Yeah. He's definitely protected. Well, he's yeah. one of the Hollywood elites. You know what I mean? Even Dave Chappelle says something's wrong up in oh, Hollywood. Yeah. Something's yep. wrong up in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He I can mean, only say so much. And then he even wasn't the first Hollywood president. It was Reagan. Reagan was bringing the drugs up in here. You know what I'm saying? Getting all the contras and going, getting it with them. And, you know, just while, while we're having that Just Say No campaign, you know, it's just flooding through our communities. You know, mm. like a crack epidemic. Mm. Well, you, you know, know that they, I heard that. <laughs> and AIDS. Yeah, then AIDS, and of AIDS, course. Yeah. yeah, and I heard that that was around the time that hip-hop was popping off, and they used hip-hop well, yeah, the contracts. Urban, that yeah. They were they were able to make what is now mainstream hip-hop, the path of mainstream hip-hop. Yeah. They were able to make that through these campaigns by, um, you know, Sony, who, who was at the same time that they were bombing places Sony, you could they would they would they they would drop bombs and some of those bombs wouldn't pop and they would go and find the bombs and the bomb would say Sony. Speaking of Panasonic, what about Michael Jackson and Sony? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. So what are you talking about? You know I'm talking about, right? Well, I mean, he was trying to buy. Oh, okay. Sony. He's but did you see, you see the footage of oh, him yeah, like him, right him before telling, him telling at the concert and he's the like Tony Matola's the devil yeah, and yeah, he, yeah, he oh, have Sony that. you haven't seen that no. and then soon but after that it. guess what yeah, that's what he was there. saying yeah, he, he was, was basically just, calling out Tony Matola and Sony right yeah. Tony Matola that's his name Sony yeah, and he so. like went off on his tirade at a concert yeah. right live yeah. and they're just recording it on their phones and then soon after that Damn. what happened yeah the industry's powerful and then right after that. Like, well, soon after you see like those videos that come out, like or the who put it out, the one about like Michael Jackson being a pedophile, and now all these like like firsthand kids are coming out and and like basically like like tarnishing his image right yeah. after his death. Yeah. Well, it's like why didn't it happen right before? What? Why? Why did? Why yeah, is it after he died? Yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's like the cover up to like kind of you know tarnish him after the cover up. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. You didn't see that. I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about that rant. No, I didn't hear about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's. Yeah. But you know, I I don't. You know, there's a lot of people, and I think that, and it's funny because I think that like the conversation is real black and white, right? Mm-hmm. You saw the pun intended. No, I'm saying <laughs> black and white. <laughs> No, now we should play it. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that in. Yeah, musical <laughs> interlude right here. Do 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 I like that song. But um. No, um, but there was, it kind of seems like this is a battle black and white, which I feel like that was also kind of the Cosby deal, which was kind of also the Prince deal. I feel like, um, I feel like uh, people, a lot of black folks were just like, how dare you? And a lot of white folks were just like, he did it. But I mean, I don't know if that's a race issue because it's really deep because they all, those guys were, I mean, they were also gangster as hell because they were also rich as hell. Like Michael Jackson was ridiculously rich you yeah know but think about how like how early he was already indoctrinated into the industry there were accusations like, that early. he was molested by barry gordon yeah. barry gordy barry gordy mm. that he was a pedophile conspiracy theory well, yeah that was a conspiracy theory that uh i believe that it was tupac and barry gordy's daughter was dating Say what? And, yeah, and him and Tupac had an altercation. That's really why Tupac died. Ooh, I didn't hear about that. But what? I mean, opening all these portals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. But I mean, yeah. a lot of. I feel like I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of folks believe that Tupac is still alive. Did I don't know if he had it like that. Yeah, nah, that was that was definitely a statement from the establishment. You know what I mean? That's what I think that was. We still control everything. I mean, they still haven't found a murder. Yeah, um, it was an. L- I heard it was an LAPD yeah. that was in on it. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. He was an like ex-cop, well, blood gang member. And then Suge Knight kind of uh, had. Mm-hmm. He had kind of uh, Suge Knight's just something. crazy. Okay, that guy is not right in the head. Did you see the video of him running over his friend with the truck or whatever? No. And then, oh, my God. It was, yeah, it's crazy. The guy, the same guy that was in Training Day. You know, the guy, after they shot Denzel in the ass, the, the, the gangster that picked up the gun said, we got you, homie. And then, you know, the white guy could walk off. Mm-mm. That black guy, he, he was, he's a real gang member. And him what? and, him and um, Chuck Knight are friends or were friends. I don't know if they still are. Life? Yeah. You run over me with a car, I ain't your friend no more. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they it was this altercation, and then they were at this place in the driveway, 
And I said, somebody started shooting. And the guy was sitting behind the truck. Shake Knight just drove off. Bloom, bloom, didn't look. Oh, man, my bad, homie. Just kept driving. Drove right over. Dang. Wow. Dang. Do you it, think he's, like, he's protected? Shook? Yeah. No. Obviously. By the industry? He's in prison. <laughs> uh, well, no. I, I think that's he put his cars around, but I think he was gangster as hell, though. No, oh, no, he was, that's what I'm saying. He was just crazy. Yeah, he was gangster. What he, about, like, DMX? Right? He, didn't they come after him? Yeah, now he's he's become yeah he's oh, converted he? to Christianity. Yeah, yeah he's now he's converted. converted. He's always been a Christian guy though. He's just. But didn't they come after him? Yeah, like, man. didn't he like? I mean, he did a he did a whole like weird one eighty, and he was just like. But did do you think they got to him? Because it's always like he went crazy. It's always like what it looks like from the outside, but it's usually that they did something out of line, and then they. The first album, listen to Damien. He tells you exactly who's following him, who's talking to him. Yeah. I mean, what songs? What are you talking about? Damien. You can get it's, an idea. It's it's, it's it's basically a voice in his head speaking to him. I think it's the devil. He's mm. he's constantly saying the devil is well, after so the devil. These guys is talking are signing to contracts. Him. Yep. Every one of them say it, yep. bro. Well, let me. Every, every, so how and when they say well, like, oh, I, I sold my soul, <laughs> and it's like, haha, they're not. I think they're they're being serious. They well, know so what they're doing. This, but how? So now I'm wondering because how much more in touch are us people of color? with that kind of side of the industry than people who are like in Led Zeppelin and they have to like write songs about it and shit. It's the same thing. It's all the same thing. They just embrace that shit and yeah. run with it. That's why they can be 85 years old, done all the drugs they want to and still be alive. I know. They're like literally you know they're walking corpses. I mean? They never get die. Corpses, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm going to drink, smoke, do whatever. Yeah, it's they, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the white folks. They, they don't, they like, they, they get old and they do all kinds of drugs and it's like the brown and black folks are like they lose their mind first no they do the drugs too they got to look at kanye go through kanye's little you know things he's written and the stories you've heard he had a bad drug problem bro he had you got to, to deal with some of the stuff you see again i'm telling you they see things what was it uh cat williams remembering his, oh, his yeah. stuff he was talking about yeah. he go to a party and see mr ogilvy mm-hmm. doing some strange things with some trains you know what i'm saying then dave Chappelle going around saying hey yeah. You know what I mean? What what makes Martin Lawrence walk out of the middle of the street? Yeah, they trying to right, try to man, kill me. Martin Lawrence is another. You know or he's just like Michael Jackson standing on a on a, on a, on a, on a car, <laughs> car dancing, <laughs> doing drug yeah. drug down in his pajamas. You know what I'm yeah, because they like they get to you, and they that's how they. But it's not. I mean, it's like like Britney Spears. What happened to her? Like, oh, she just went crazy. It's like no. Look at what's the other one that was Lindsay Lohan, right? Yeah. They all like just somehow there's too much drugs, and it's like no, they probably want out. But see, at the same time, though, with uh, what, what happened with Britney, though, I mean, they were trying to pass. I think George Bush was trying to pass a bill at that time, you know. So uh, at, at the same time, I think it can be a form of distraction mm-hmm. yeah. because oh, yeah. what, what it's doing now is that everyone now gravitates towards what's going on with Britney, you know, and what's what's going on at the White House and, and in D.C. now. Now, while everyone's paying attention to Hollywood. Exactly. Like Dave Chappelle. What does he say about Michael Jackson? Have you heard his his one of his stand up? Where he says, when the government, like, they need a distraction. Uh, like, yeah. sorry, Michael. Mark, we need you to suck you're going to have to jack up another kid. It's like, haha, but he, like, right? Doesn't, right? He's, That's really but he true, says, though. like, okay, you're going to have to, like, yeah. we're going to have to use you as the scapegoat. <laughs> For the distractions, it's always yeah. I, and I, you know, I feel like that that's that that that's almost that the contract that they that they sign. I mean, who knows if that's it has to do with uh, you know satanic, if anything, levels of satan satanism. It is in the industry. You know, like it's kind of like okay, so like say I did sign the contract and you gave your say you say you did the <laughs> sacrifice, you cut your hand, the blood, and then you know you're 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 you have to uh, actually fulfill some things, and then. Um, whatever like so then like the idea is that like you know okay well so now you're not going to answer to what's this person you're going to answer to this person and that kind of thing and so like i don't know that's crazy i think that um i it goes back to the question of handlers you know who yeah. who were people's handlers well, and i and i and i and i and, and and how were they tied up to uh the levels of the levels you know like the chain of command you know we're going back to that it's always a what a jewish handler right it's always a Jewish person that's got control. Really, of, a Zionist of, Jew. Or, yeah, some yeah Zionist Jew. Because that's different. Exactly, yeah. Different and, than. You know, supposedly yeah. they have control of the industry. You know what I'm saying? I've always heard that. You know, but I mean, maybe they—that's part of it. You know, because 
Not all Jews are the chosen good Jews. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's. I don't yeah, want to sound you know anti-Semitic. Yeah. And then like, you can't say that because they're like you're anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're anti-Jew. Yeah, but Who he, is that one guy that that's known as the the tall the tall Jew that runs uh, the hip hop industry? Oh, oh uh, man. Uh, but there's a picture of him with Kanye West when he's wearing his make his yeah, MAGA, MAGA hat, yeah. hat and he's there and, and Kanye is just like dead in the eyes. And that guy's like there with him like I mean what if that's part of it, you know? Yeah. And it's it's part they also say the humiliation is part of the ritual, right? Something like that. Yeah. Like you gotta you yeah, gotta be, yeah. you gotta take that. Or they that's like part that of the Yeah. It's just oh, wow. I mean I'm just looking it up and there's like a whole bunch of stuff around it. Lyrics around it, hints around, around who, it, around who? Around the tall Jew. Yeah. Yeah. In the hip hop industry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's and again though. But you don't know his name. But he's no, running yeah, it. They don't say but his he's name running anywhere. it. Like what? What they're putting out? Like right now? Maybe. Maybe that's who they sell their soul to. Is that person that handler? Because I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know why. But it just came to me. But is it, you know the star David, quote unquote, is born by. But it also, the Star of David is also known to some. If you can look it up, it's called the Star of Moloch, mm-hmm. the Star of Rampham. And it's the opposite of Yahweh. Not even Yahweh. Not Yahweh, not David's star. It's, a, it's, a, it's the same star that was on the golden calf that they were, you know, were, you know walking around with when Moses went up. So maybe, maybe they know. To, they, some Jews prayed to Yahweh. Some Jews prayed to Baal. That's why they have that star. That's why they can control certain things. And you know, Lucifer himself was what in heaven? He was an angel. Angel of he was in control of the music. Oh wow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He was in control of the music. He was beautiful and he Damn, was controlled. Andre, getting deep as hell, man, yeah. man. It was right. Some of these things I didn't I'm even just know. Saying, if you man. want to throw confusions in there, you might as well throw it all. It is. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know that's that's one thing I've gotten, I think of. It. I've gotten really into theology and knowing the Bible and I I'm a Christian and and it's come to me only late in life because I was an atheist. I was like, went through all, I was into indigenous um, theology and I even have a tattoo of Guadalquivir. And, but then when I started doing the research, I started connecting the dots and it was like, it all goes back throughout history. It all goes back to like these common truths that are like real. And even like when you, like going back to like the Catholic rituals, like the Vatican is evil. Yeah. I'll say that. I'm a Christian, I'm not a Catholic. Uh, I'm a recovering Catholic. <laughs> and uh, but but it even says in the Bible, um, Jesus himself said, like, don't do meaningless rituals. Yeah, exactly. Because rituals are like they're yeah they're not right. They're from from the other yeah the other, things, the other side yeah, right. And yeah. so when I started seeing on the bigger level, I started seeing like oh like government is like connected to pe- pedophilia is connected to constant war constant human suffering it's like oh well that's what the enemy wants they're always fulfilling the enemies right desire there's peace and harmony isn't what they want yeah Yeah, that's not that's not what they want right they want constant chaos chaos (laughs) and and what people consider like sin like constant like um, unhappiness human like unhappiness and some people even say that there's like um, bloodlines, right? Mm. Yeah. That are old, old bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That every president's related. Yeah. In some way, yeah. right? It's a, I mean, I, and I think all of them are chosen. I think we're voting for sure to keep the masses appeased to you know as in you know con- contribute mm-hmm. society in America. But I think they're, they're selected, chosen. not elected. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and, and the monetary system definitely is fueled by it. You know, they get well, to promote, they get to get, you know, get money from, you know, other politicians, other people, you know, endorsing them as candidates. You know, it's, you know, remember a long time ago when MTV used to tell you to rock the vote? Yeah. I mean, they get out there, rock the yeah. vote. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But they didn't, they didn't go over specific policies. Yeah. They just tell you to go rock a vote. Okay, yeah. but who am I voting for? <laughs> what am what I voting for? for? You know well, it goes back Be to like specific. the Federal Reserve, right? Like who founded the Federal Reserve? That's the World Bank. World Bank. It's a World Bank. It's not it's a, bank. a bank. It's a private, yeah. it's, it's a private bank. And who helped to found it? Right? Yeah. Who is it? Um, World Bush? Bush? Joseph? Bush? 
it was it Jeremiah? No, his or his Joseph? dad. Yeah, Joseph. grandfather. Yeah. Is it Joseph? Well, right? I also heard yeah, that Joseph. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I also heard that somewhere in there that Trump's old 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 family, which was they, I guess it was known as Drumpf or whatever, yeah, like the original name. name yeah. Yeah, 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 and that they were also the some of the first to establish the what the money looked like. Oh, what's on the dollar bill? Talk about that. that. And so, <laughs> then there's yeah. that. So that's the, a so whole other podcast. All that, like that crazy. Because remember when I was a kid, did you ever look at the dollar bill close as a kid? Yeah, oh yeah. And you were like, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Would he have the owl? The little right? tiny owl. Who's that little owl? And I wonder if it was tied with the, uh, what mm-hmm. is it called? The Bohemian Grove. Yep. And then you have the bro. If that was real, just think about that because you saw the video, right? Yeah. If that's real and it was actually like Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton, I mean. But my thing is, then that means we're all screwed because they have total control of everything. Yeah. Well, not your soul. Yeah, not your soul, but you're a legal tender now, since dollar isn't backed by, you know, I mean, not till you get the mark of the beast. Well, you already got it. I'm not microchipped. But you got it on your, you got it in your uh, passport. They yeah. have it by your number. Do you think they give it to us? Social Security. Do you think they give it to us in our vaccines or what? <laughs> Maybe. I'm just throwing a wrench in there, man. Well, they say that like the chemtrails are smart dust, and that's making us like. You know, it's funny because I talked to just last we're night. We're like a part of the, what is it? I'm not a tech person, but like, the, like, we can be. Like, like monitored, monitored, yeah. Monitored. Micro, micro, micro or yeah. There, there's micro chips or well, like had, some, the smart dust. I, I had guess, also, I so the, I had, to, I was mm-hmm. talking to a random person yesterday, and I was telling him, I was like, "Yo, I'm getting ready for this thing tomorrow, whatever, whatever." And they're like, "Oh yeah," and they were like, "Yeah, I saw a machine that makes clouds," and they were like throwing clouds up in the sky, and I was like, thinking that's so funny mm-hmm. that this guy said this because I, I watched that same video too. And it wasn't the chemtrail clouds. Mm. It was like a big machine that was pumping out big, fat mists of clouds. And they were uh, in, in the attempt to make hurricanes happen in order for gentrification to happen. Geoengineering. Yeah. Geoengineering. And so, like, that was something that I had also... Uh, but it was, it was a random person that was not a conspiracy theorist. Wow. And I'm thinking, like, wow, like, so this information is... Is, is it getting out there because... Well, now it, it came out. Now it's like mainstream media has acknowledged that there's geoengineering, but it's for our own good, yeah, right? Yeah. Allegedly, oh, finger quotes. Well, if you watch videos, uh, President Johnson and Clinton, uh, Clinton but uh, Kennedy talk about controlling the weather. Mm-hmm. They, they talk about, you know, how man can and control the And what are they doing? The They're playing God, Yeah. right? Yeah. What's it called? I think HARP, I think. Yeah. Um, H-A-A. Yeah, H-A-A-R-P. Yeah, R-P. And that's part of, they have the, so they, apparently the way it works, right, is they, they put the, the chemtrails put it out there, and then the HARP, like, gives it the electromagnetic. So that's like how you see, you know, you see those waves in the clouds yeah, that are yeah. just, like, these weird, like, choppy waves, that that's the waves that they're putting out with the HARP. And so then HARP is just the one that kind of, like, gives it the kickstart yeah i guess yeah Crazy. and there's Yo. gwen towers right gwen towers What's also um they're related to harp right? i think those are the gwen towers that put out the like a frequency the frequency yeah and so it's all like and whenever i see the chem and it's weird because i see like there's a, a mean, obviously town, a schedule like because in this town i work <laughs> in the south side i won't say where but i see like <laughs> some some days of the week, I'm just like, oh, there go the chemtrails. They're like on their route, and just like, and some of them put like, I've seen them like like make symbols. Like, it's crazy. And then the South weather, of course, the weather changes. Man. I know. Southside San Antonio is a little magical place. It is. <laughs> it is because for real, like people be talking about werewolves in the south. In the south. <laughs> what? Have you heard this I'm before? Dude, there's a whole. Dude, there is a. Dude, there is a whole research crew of people who saw a werewolf in in the south side of San Antonio. Um, Some of some of the most like uh, some and you look in YouTube and one of the most like defining moments in Bigfoot history was because they were able to capture the his facial structure in Southside San Antonio. He was outside of a tent. It was just my drunk deal. Dude, <laughs> it's really dirty. that's an ugly ass deal. I'm just saying, man, because that—I mean, but like, but then you, but then you have San Antonio. San Antonio has how many missions and how many yep. airports bases, and so you know you can't help but feel that there is some kind of yeah 
some kind of construction manufacturing. My brother told me a story. It goes like the ghost stories, right? So he told me a story about one time he was, uh, he liked to fish and he was there with his girlfriend at the time. This was years ago. He was fishing um, in Espada and he says the water was flowing and he said it was like, and he told me it was around like two, three in the morning. They were out fishing? at the time. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> that's a good time to fish, though, man. Right? It's quiet because that's when it's quiet, yeah. right? It's dark, quiet. And it's not like hot it's as hell good, either. It's a good yeah. fishing time. And he says that he remembers, and he, he, I remember he told me this. He was, like, dead serious. He said the water, everything went still and silent. And he said it was deafening silence. And he said that he just got a really bad feeling. And he said, we got to go. And his girlfriend was like, what? He's like, we got to go. He just had the feeling that they had to go. And he said he just got his stuff and he was so scared. He said he just had this like overwhelming fear. And he said he just started running. He's like, I don't know how my feet hit every rock to get up to the car. He said, but I just like ran. He goes, when I when I ran, when I got close to the car, he said he heard. He said, I can't say it was any animal. He said, but I heard some like chilling like sound. And he was like, like a growl of some kind? a growl of some sort, but that didn't sound human. And he said that um, his girlfriend got that little Volkswagen. She got in and she had she grabbed she heard it too and she grabbed um, the jack, you know, the handle of a jack that she just grabbed that because it was in the car and she was holding it and she was shaking out of fear because of like what she heard and it was at Espada. Dog. And he said they drove off and he said that he doesn't know, but the first crank he was like. It started and we took off and he was just like, I don't know, but whatever he said, I don't know what it was, but I felt it. Wow. When that little it. part, that little part of town is crazy. And so well, I've, my first podcast was of us just having conversations in that air because I was hoping to like just really feel it. And it was haunting the whole time. It was like too much. It was like really haunting the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And the um, spirits that are like. For sure. I mean, San Antonio is one of the most haunted towns, and I think that that has to do with how often this little town was a part of the war. Colonization. colonization. Brutal colonization. Yeah, it's like people here, yeah, it's just like dead, a lot of death. People of Colors Conspiracy Theory Roundtable Podcast Part 1 in the books. You know, I want to thank my homegirl Lori, my homeboy Andre, and my homeboy Gil for such a good time and a badass conversation. Like I said, it gets deep. Shout out to Zeke Tijerina and Rose Peña who were just, they just so happened to be cruising by and they stopped in to say hi and they, they kind of, you know, chatted in a little bit. You can hear them in the beginning. That was really cool of y'all. And, um, yo, December 27th marked my one-year anniversary with this podcast. And so I am forever grateful for all y'all's support, your posts, your messages, your shout-outs. Anytime that you saw a ghost video, you posted on my timeline. Anytime that you saw an alien or UFO video or some kind of picture, you thought about me. And then shout-out to my homegirl, Sulema, for hooking me up with that Christmas gift. It's a little UFO plush that, like, you press a button and it spins and makes all kinds of cool little noises. Don't forget to check out my Patreon, y'all. All you have to do is search for Chica Next versus Aliens podcast. And then uh, and then you can give like a monthly donation. This is a really good way that you can donate to artists, to podcasters, to local personalities on a monthly basis and support your local artists, right? Uh, thank you to everybody who voted on the San Antonio's best of, San Antonio Current's best of. It really means a lot to me that you guys supported me. But just thank you for supporting San Antonio local uh, podcasters. Thank you for supporting Voices of Color with this podcast. Every time that you all mention me or whatever, you all lifting up Voices of Color, and I appreciate that. And, y'all, I still have merch. Shout out to Felice Creatives for hooking me up with the dope logo. Y'all, y'all can cop stickers, koozies, T-shirts. All you have to do is holler at me. Look me up. Facebook, I'm Joaquin Muerte, or Instagram, at Joaquin Muerte. Stay tuned. Part two of the People of Colors Conspiracy Theory Roundtable coming up. Orale.
This episode is brought to you by the law offices of Ricardo Briones. Have you ever been arrested? Are you under a criminal investigation? Or are you about to be sentenced? Do you need a divorce? Are you dealing with situations in your divorce like marital properties, child custody, child support? The law offices of Ricardo Briones can help you. Ricardo Briones is a criminal defense and family law attorney. Some of these situations can be very costly. And fortunately, this office will work with you on payments. Just visit them at www.rbrioneslaw.com. That's spelled www.rbrioneslaw.com. That's rbrioneslaw.com. Y si habla español.